Okay, today's daf is Erevin daf Pezayin. We are Pevav Amid Bez, five lines from the bottom. Amar Rabba, Rabba said the following: Rabbi Yehuda v'Rabbi Chanina ben Akavya Amur Davar Echad. That Rabbi Yehuda, which is yesterday's daf, that held that you could make a mechitza even meaning above water, even though the mechitza was not specifically made for to, to, to make a mechitza on the bar. So let's just go back a second. I'm assuming you learned yesterday's app. So you have a bar in between chutzur A and chutzur B. You halachically, there's a concern that I'm going to be taking water from the other mechitza. So according to the, the Mishnah, had a discussion. Where do you put your mechitza? Do you put it inside the bar, outside the bar? It all conversation. Rabbi Yehuda said you don't need it since I have a wall that's on top of the bar. Anyways, that wall works as a mechitza, even though the wall doesn't go all the way down. It's called mechitza tluya. Still it works. Now the Gemara pointed out that typically we only say mechitza tluya. A hanging mechitza only works when we're dealing with water. Not only that, it has to be designed, you, you did it specifically to be able to get water. This chatzar just simply had a wall in between uh, the, the two chatzeras. It wasn't, it wasn't put there as a mechitza. Still Rabbi Yehuda said, no problem. So the Gemara says, I'm a rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Hanania. Benakavya amru davar echad. So you're going to see that Rabbi Hanani benakavya held the same thing. Rabbi Yehuda hadamarn, our Mishnah. That is mekel. Even though the the wall was not built to be a mechitza over the water, it still works. What about Rabbi Hanani benakavya? The Tanan or the Tani we learned in the Brayso. Rabbi Hanani benakavya oimer gezustera. Let's say you have a ledge. So you have this riverfront property, and you want to be able to get water from the river. The river has a din of a kamalis, so typically you cannot draw water from the river and drink it on Shabbos if you're standing in Rosh Yachid. So you have this ledge over the river. So you have a gezus to Rosh arba amos al If it's four by four amos, that's the size of your porch, of your balcony. So that in in, uh, in tfachim is every ama we say has six tfachim. So it's 24 tzvachim by 24 tzvachim. That's right. The math is important for the first part of the Mishnah, for the first part of the Gemara today. So if you have dal by dal ramois of a, of, a, of a board, so then chaykik ba'abra labra, so you make a hole, make a hole in this ledge, four by four tzvachim. Look at the picture at C.R. Aleph. I sent it on the chat. So you have your little hole in the middle. That hole is going to be your way to access water. Now, where's your mechitzos? We have these imagine, we imagine there's mechitzos here. How does that work? So now that I have this hole in the, in, the, in the balcony, we imagine that I fold in these beams and, I, and the 10 tzvachim in each direction. Again, you have 24 tzvachim by 24 tzvachim. So if you have four tzvachim cut out in the middle, so on each side of this square, you have 10 tzvachim, right? 10? Four, ten, twenty-four, both sides. So you fold in, and you make yourself a. You imagine that you don't have to fold anything, but you imagine that you had a folded plank. When you fold it, you have ten tefachim deep, meaning a ten tefachim long and four tefachim wide. That's a great mechitza. So there's two things going on here. Number one, we imagine that you fold these things. And number two, not only that, we're going to say the mechitzah's tluya goes all the way down to the ocean, even though it doesn't. Nothing, nothing's happening here. All you do is make a hole in the middle of this board. On the Mali, you're able to fill up water from there. So the same way Rabbi Yehuda said, mechitzah tluya works above water, and he's very makel, 
Rabbi, Rabbi Hanania Ben Akavya says a similar thing, and the Gemara at this point assumes that they both hold of this din. Okay, so if you just do the math, it's, it's not so complicated. If you look at the picture, it's your Aleph and your base. You have Daladamas by Daladamas, each Amma six Tvachim, 24 Tvachim. By 24 Tvachim, you cut out 4 by 4 Tvachim as a square. That's your access to get the water. You're left with 10 Tvachim by 4 uh, on each side. So you fold that. You don't have to fold anything, but you imagine that you folded it. And now you have your Mechitza, Mechitza Tluya. And then you're able to draw water. Maybe not everyone agrees to this. When did Rabbi Huda say his din? When you have a mechitza above a bar, that's Ela da'amar gur aches mechitza. There, there's only one chiddush here. There's only one jump. What's the jump? We're taking the wall and we're assuming it goes all the way down to the floor of the pit. So you have a bar of water, you have a wall right on top of it. The wall doesn't go into the bar. So there's, a, so there's, one, there's one halachic jump called gur aches mechitza that the wall goes down. You know, we imagine the wall goes down. That's just one jump. Uh, what's our case? Our case is a double jump. What's the double jump? You have kuf, which means to bend. The imagine, imagine, ma- imagining that you're bending it. Sorry, I just drove like 30 hours the last couple of days. Fine. It's just seeing trucks and, and, uh, and cows. Now, good. So there's two things here. It's kuf. You're folding it. And the good. And you're, once you folded it and you bent it and made yourself as these uh, mechitzos, now, you also need good. You need it to go stretch down all the way to the water. So that's two leaps, two lumdash adins, adinim. So therefore, I have a kuf for good life. So maybe Rabbi Yehuda only said it's din by one thing when it's good aches, but now when it's both kuf and good. And maybe when Rabbi Hanani says it's din by yamashot tveria, yamashot tveria, a special situation, it's like it's, it, yam tveria is the yam kinaret. It has uh, deep banks around the lake. And it's surrounded by cities, right, by Tveria. And therefore, it's considered, a, uh, it's much more similar to a classic Rishosayachat. Even though technically it's a Carmelist, it makes more sense while well, it'll be more Mako by the Yam Shel Tveria. By typical waters, maybe Reb Hanani Ben Akari doesn't say his din. Okay. Now, the Gemara introduced Hananiah, Rabbi Hananiah ben Akavi, just to tell us that he perhaps holds like, holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Abayah says, not necessarily, but now once we mention the opinion of Rabbi Hananiah ben Akavi, the Gemara spends a few lines discussing different scenarios, how his opinion will play out. So there's two rules here. Number one is that, well, a few rules. Number one is you have to have a window in your balcony to be able to access the water that has to be four tvachim by four tvachim. Okay? Not only that, you have to have, it has to be surrounded by mechitzas. Now, it doesn't actually have to be physically surrounded by mechitzas. We could also have these creative mechitzas. Those mechitzas have to be 10 tvachim by 4 tvachim. Not only that, once you have that in place, then, then we imagine that it extends all the way down to the water. That is the sheet of Rabbi Hanani ben Akavia. So the Gemara is going to do some creative mathematics here. Amar Abaya, Ulo Dibri Rabbi Hanani Ben Akavio holds of these rules. Let's say it was within three Tvachim of the wall. So imagine you have this porch, and the porch is directly, uh, it's attached directly to the wall of the house. So the wall of the house should 
be one mechitza going down. That, that's easy mechitza, right? And as long as the porch is within three tvachim of this, and you have some space here, so then my house is one mechitza. So what do I need with this, with the, uh, with the, the balcony to be? I need it to be dalad amos long and eleven tfachim and a little bit. How does that work? Let me see if the picture brings it out. Yeah. So look at the tzior gimel. So I sent it out. You look at tzior gimel. So one, again, we need four walls here. We have to imagine four walls. So one wall is the house, okay? That stone wall in the back. That's house. Now, where's my space of four by four tvachim? So I have three tvachim, I have about three tvachim um, between the wall and the balcony, okay? I'm gonna add another tefach because the, I have to, I'm gonna cut out another tefach to give me four tvachim. And then, since this, B- balcony was 10 tvachim umashahu since it was I'm sorry it was 11 tvachim umashahu so I'm still left with 10 tvachim of being of board so that 10 tefach we're gonna fold it right you're not gonna really fold it we're gonna imagine that it's folded and that gives me another wall so I end up with four walls now what about the what about the other two sides, right? Right. Ah, so the other ones, look, look, th- those you didn't cut out. So those are within three tfachim of the wall, so you have lovered. Okay? So if you're, if you have a picture, see your gimel. So look where the rope is. The rope is going down in this dalat tfachim, a dalat tfachim space, okay? Where's the three, where's the four walls? Well, one wall is the, is the actual wall, the wall of the house. The second wall, right across from it, is we're folding this beam. What about wall number three, wall number four, so they're right into the left of the rope? That's lovely, because the beam, the, the yeah, the, the, the balcony is within three tvachim of the house, okay? So that's your four walls. Next, haisa zekufa. But that's not coming down, though. Doesn't have to come down. Because Godach is Mechitzah, you don't have to come down. Or you could say that, that whole thing comes down, <laughs> the same, the same lumbus. That whole side comes down. Once it's love and it's attached, you have an actual Mechitzah here, so that two, those two sides will come down. No? Okay. What if it was vertical? So you don't have a real porch here that anybody's going to hang out on suntan, but you have a vertical plank of wood next to your house, next to your wall. So then what's the halacha here? So now you have two walls. You have mechitza number one is your house. Mechitza number two is this, this uh, plank. So Simple. Has to be six tvachin and a little bit on both sides. Six and two mashu, mashu on each side. And that works. How does it work? So you have four tvachin, has to be four tvachin wide in order for it to be a good mechitza. So you fold in, if you look at the picture, look at C or hey. So you fold in the aleph and the base. You fold in those two sides. So you have wall, house wall, you have 
the plank of wood. Four tvachim of that has to actually be on the other side for a mechitza. Now I fold in, or you imagine you fold in olive, one bays and bays, you know, the two sides, you fold it in, just a tefach and a mashu. Now once it's folded in a tefach and a mashu, it gets within three tefachim of the wall, of the real wall. So I have lover. So once again, I'm surrounded by four walls. Everyone on the same page? I'm sorry, it's a little complicated. So you look at Sir above, you see the finished, the end of that discussion. You see... It's folded in. It's folded in, exactly. Okay. Next, so Amarav Zavis. What if it was at the corner and you have two walls, two natural walls? So it's at the corner of a house. So then all you need is You need this beam to be ten tefachim tall. It has to be a tefach and a little bit times two. And the same concept, you're going to fold it. Look at Sir Tess and Sir Yud. You see that it gets folded and you have a another four walls. You have two natural walls. Then you have this L-shaped, you know, uh, beam, or we imagine it's L-shaped. That gets you within three tefachim on each side. You have lover. So once again, you have four, uh, you have four walls. All in our, in our head. It's not really four walls. This is all imagination. So the Gemara says, That original halacha that we said, you have to have dollar by dollar cut out, and it has to be four amas by four amas in order for it to work. It's not true. Why can't you just put it next to the wall? And we had so many different cases, different scenarios, where you don't need such a big plank of wood. So the Gemara says, Which means it's made like a mortar, but the point is it's made, it's, it's a standalone it's a standalone thing. It's not next to one of the houses. Look at Syria at all. If it's a little, right above the water, there's no house that it's next to. It's not in close proximity to any natural wall. And that's why here all you have to use is ima- your imagination. So you see those four cutouts they give you? You, you, you fold those down, and you have 10 tvachim on all four sides of you. 10 by asara tvachim, by tvachim. That's how you have your four walls. OK, next. So let's say you have a you have a chatzar and you have a water, you have a canal that runs through your property. Let's say you have a farm or something, and you have a canal running through the property. So the question is, can I drink this water on Shabbos? So in the Malin of a So the Tanakhama says you cannot drink from this on Shabbos. You can't fill up water from it on Shabbos. So this is similar to what we had before, but it's a little bit different in the sense that here. We're assuming this water is, it has a din of a caramelis. If it has a din of a caramelis, so you actually have a caramelis in your chatzar. If I have a caramelis in my chatzar, I cannot carry from caramelis to my chatzar. My chatzar is Rishasiachid. So, how do I uh, avoid this issue? I have to make a mechitza gavaya saratzvachim, baknitza vayetzia. So, you have to put a mechitza on each side of this canal so that you're blocking. Your property off from from the uh, from the rest of the canal. So basically, what you're doing is you are making a mechitza. Now you're t- changing the caramelis into a rishosayachid. So you need it both at the kanisa bayetzia, both sides of this river. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer kaisal shalgabo tita mishmechitza. Rabbi Yehuda says a similar thing that he said before in the previous mishnah. Let the kaisal shalgabo look at Sir Yud Gimel. The wall that's on top of it is going through your property, but it goes underneath the fence. 
that fence should be the mechitza. Right? Mechitza tluya. There should not be any problem. Now, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Maiseb Amashel Avel, there was a canal that went through the city of Avel, which had a Eruv. And you see the Zakanim, the rabbis, they used to fill up water from here on Shabbos. So it must be Mutter, Amrulai, and they told him, no, it's not why. There, that river was very small. It didn't have the shear of a Carmelis. We'll see what that means in the Gemara. And therefore, they were allowed, it was part of the Rosh Hashayach, they were allowed to drink water from that on Shabbos. How, let's see if a puddle in your in your backyard, and you have a, I don't know, you have a Rosh Hashayach, and you have a puddle in your backyard. Nobody says that's a Carmelis. It's a puddle of water. It's a puddle, right? It's part of my backyard. It's quite a puddle. Yeah, whatever. But let's say you have a river running through, so then that's something else. That's the den of a Carmelis. So don't bring me a raya from there that the walls of the city, the walls of the huts are work as a mechitza. Not true. Not necessarily true. Maybe it was because Shalah Hayabashir. So Tanah Abadi have a similar brisa. Also, let's say they made a mechitza by the entrance of this river into the property. They didn't do it at the outlet. The outlet didn't do it by the inlet. You cannot fill up water from this on Shabbos. The wall, the fence on top of this river, that should work. That was, yes, that was the previous Gemara. That Mechitza clearly works. There was a famous Amas Again, Erevin is full of stories. So you have all these different case studies regarding Erevin. So you have another story here. There was a famous Amas Mayan that was, that was to go from Avel, let's see, Pairi. And there's a Canaan Pasch and they're allowed to fill up water from the Shabbos. So you see, it's a riot to me that since there was an Erevin, there were Mechitzas around this river, I mean, on top of the river, the Mechitza works. So the Gemara says, Misham Raya, Amrullah Misham Raya, that's a Raya. The reason why they allow them to, to fill up water from the the river wasn't ten tefachim deep and four tefachim wide, and therefore it does not have a rishus on its own. It becomes part of the rishus hayachid, like a puddle or like your pond in your backyard, and therefore it is not considered a separate rishus. And that's why they were allowed to drink water from it. Nothing to do with the wall on top of it being a mechitza. Tani idah. We have another brisa. Amas hamayim. And this this brisa is going to take us to basically to the rest of the daf. So amas hamayim hoyeveres benachaloynes. So you have. Uh, you have an Amas you have this um, canal of water that passes between windows. Now, it doesn't really mean it's going between the windows. It means that the only access to the river is through, the win- through a window. So if you look at the pictured Sierra Dowd, you have this uh, riverfront property. Maybe this is like in Venice or something. So you have water in between everybody's houses, homes. And the only way to access the water is through your window. You'll throw the bucket out and you get water on Shabbos. So the, so the Bible says like this, Pachos Mishloisha, if it's less than three Tvachim, and we don't know what this means yet. If it's less than three, whatever that means, Mishal should leave Mali. You'll have to take water and fill it up. Shloisha, if it's more than three, a Mishal should leave Mali. And you cannot throw out your bucket and fill up water. We do not know what that means at this point. What does three mean? Three Tvachim, where's the three Tvachim? The river's three Tvachim, what's going on? We don't know. It's not about three, it's about four. If it's less than four, if it's more than four, so that is, up until this point, was the b'risa. Comes along the Gemara, but my asking, what in the world are we talking about? When we say three or four, if it's three is the deciding factor of four, what are we talking about? If we're talking about the width of this river, 
that's running through people's properties. So that's the difference between a Carmelis and meaning a Rishos Bifniyatzmai versus a Rishos Yachid. Velahadichi Asur Avdimi Am Rabbi Yochanan Ain Carmelis Pachas Me'arba. We paskin that it doesn't have a status of a Carmelis unless it's more than four tefachim. Once it's less than four tefachim wide, ain't Carmelis. It's not a Carmelis. So why would the Tanakhama say, if it's less than three Tvachim, you could get water from your house, because that's not a Carmelis. But if it's more than three Tvachim, it's already a Carmelis, you can't get water, you can't bring the water to your house. Carmelis, three Tvachim, what is Carmelis doing three Tvachim? Four Tvachim is the factor. Lema, you're going to tell me that Ketanoi Amelishmaite, that this famous, that everybody knows that a Carmelis has to be four Tvachim, that's a Machlekes? That's a Machlekes Tanayim? So the Gemara says, you're right. Really, Everyone agrees that a Kamalus is four Tvachim. So what in the world does the Bryson mean when it says three Tvachim you could, less than, uh, more than three Tvachim you can't? We're talking about the Agapel the, means the, uh, the bank of the river. So look, look once again at Sirodala. So in between the homes and the river, you had the Agapel. You had the river bank. So what we're discussing is like this. When you want to get water from the river, you're going to throw your bucket down, and you're going to take the water, and then first put it on the agapel. You're going to put it down on the river bank, and then you're going to bring it up. So it's a two-step process. Fill up water. Well, it's a lot of steps. You got to throw out the bucket. But once you pick up the water, you're going to now take that bucket, that pail, put it on the agapel, on the beach, on the three tefach bank, and then, which is a mock and pator, and then take from there and bring it to your house. And that, that's what the b'risa means. Now, what if it's more than three tefachim wide? So there's a Rashi earlier in the Masechta, and then we're trying to explain that in that case, since in relation to the, to the rest of the property here, it is considered significant. And once it's more than three tefachim, you can't call this insignificant. So then we would not, we would not allow you to just identify it as a muck and pator. We would say it's maybe more of a carmelis. And therefore, we would not, even though halakhali it's the same thing, the point is once it's more than three tefachim, it's already significant. And we would not allow you to transfer from bucket to water, I'm sorry, from river bank to the river or vice versa. Fine. So at this point, the Gemara assumes that when we say three tvachim, it means we're talking about the river bank. If the river bank is less than three tvachim, it's insignificant, it's nothing, and therefore it's a makim pator, totally makim pator. You're allowed to take the bucket from there, put it into the water, or take the water and put it back onto that river bank, and then bring it back to your house. So the says, Is that true? We had this so many times already in this Mesech, you have a place that's a makim pator, meaning that it doesn't have dal by dal tvachim. And it's, a, it's like a post in between Each one can put their hat on it. They could put something on it. Because they're transferring from to a Makim Batur, from Rabim to a Makim Batur, but they're not doing anything else. So it's Mutter. You can't bring it from Rishusayachid to the Makim Batur and then to the Rishusarabim. So why would this case be different? Over here also, how could I, well, if you hold the river as a Carmelis, and my house is a Rishos Yachid, so I'm going from Carmelis to Malkin Pator, to the river bank, then I'm bringing it to my house. Why is that mutter? So like Mar says, what we saw earlier, Hassam, in that case, Rishos Daraisa. There, if you mess up, you're going to violate Rishos Daraisa, if you carry from Rishos Yachid to Rishos But Hacha, 
Rishuyas Rabbanon. Here in our case, it's only a Din Rabbanon, and therefore we say that Ham did not make the Loya Suchizik with the Rehim, just the opposite of what we had recently. That by the Rabbanons, uh, we're more Makal, but by the Raisa, we would be more Machmer. So the Gemara says, really, Rabbi Yechanan only said his din by dinim daraisav. Rabbi Yechanan b'rishuyas darabanan nami amar. Rabbi Yechanan said his halacha even by rishuyas darabanan. Did tanaim went in a mishnah. So once you get towards the end of the masechta, most mishnayos that we quote, we saw already. So here we go. The tanaim kaisel shebein shdechatzeros. So about ten days ago, we saw this. Mishnah, and we spent a lot of time on this. You have a wall that's in between Chatzar A and Chatzar B, and there's no access point you know, between Chatzar A and Chatzar B. Each one has to make their own Eruv. They cannot make a combined Eruv. What about the wall? What's the status of the wall in between the two Chatzeras? So, if it's four Tvachim thick and ten Tvachim high, so it has its own Rishos, so then Ma'arvin Shnaim, Ve Ma'arvin Echad. They can make two Erevin, separate Erevin, but they cannot make a combined Erev. Hayabarosh Paris, and this is what we're trying to, to take out of this. If there was fruit on top of this wall, which has its own Rishos, each one, Chatzri and Chatzri, could both walk up there and eat on top. But they can't bring things up there. If the fruit is already situated on top, they could go up there and eat. Now, so what if there was a breach in the walls? Aras or Amos. If it's up to 10 amas, so that's considered a Pesach between the two Chatzeres, Ma'ab and Shein, they can make two separate Erevin. It's still considered separate. But if they want, from Ratzim Ma'ab and they can make one combined Erevin. Neshuka Pesach is like an entranceway. If it's the breach is more than 10 Tvachim wide, so we know Ma'ab and that's considered one Rishos, and therefore they can only make one Erev. They Ma'ab and they cannot make separate Erevin. Now, what do we see from here? Vahavinam Ba'an, we asked on that Mishnah, Ein Ba'ar Arba Ma'ai, let's say the top of the wall is not four Tvachim thick. What would the halacha be? Can you eat fruit on top of it? We consider it that it's the avir, it's the airspace of the two different rishuyas, and you cannot move anything, even an inch. Each one could bring things up on their own. Why? Because Rav Yechon goes according to his shita. His famous shita we saw already. Five minutes ago, Abirchan holds that you're allowed to put things from Rosh Hashanah to Makim B'tor and vice versa, or from Rosh Hashanah to Makim B'tor. So here's the same thing. You could take fruit from your Rosh Hashanah and bring it up to the top of the wall. You're allowed to bring it. But you can't have Chatzar B take the fruit of Chatzar A, even though Chatzar A brought it up Beheter, Chatzar B can't take it down, even though he's only transferring from Makim B'tor. His rishos, you see, you can't end up going from one rishos to another rishos or from rishos to rishos even on this case, which is only an iser derabana. So why are you telling me Rabbi Yechonon only said his din? By an iser deraisa, we see clearly holding this by an iser derabana. So the Gemara says, Nah, who he is the iri amra. That was the opinion of the iri. The iri is the one that said that Rabbi Yechonon said his din even by dinim derabana. But Rav Dini holds that no. The Rabbi Yechonah would, in fact, agree you are allowed to transfer from Chatzar A to Chatzar B as long as the top of the wall is less than four Tvachim thick. So it's not a Rosh it's a classic Makam Betor. Rabbi Yechonah, in fact, holds that they could transfer from Chatzar A to Chatzar B. You put something on top of the wall, and then Chatzar B guy comes and takes it from there. Well, the Ze'iri, and according to Ze'iri, they are not allowed to transfer from Rosh to Rosh by even by Dinim de Rabbanon, Kasha, Ha. So our Brisa 
by the Amas Hamayim, you'd have the same kasha. Just because the river bank, the beach, is less than three tzvachim, you still can't carry pail from, you take your pail, you put it, first you put it down on the river bank, then you go get the water, then you bring it back up. You can't do that because you're transferring from one rishos to another rishos via a makam That's called shalo yachlif. And ziri holds, even by Yisurim Darbon, you can't do it. So the ziri kashaha, so the Gemara says, ziri moikim la ba'amas hamayim gufa. Ziri holds that our Bryce was talking about when we said three tfachim wide, he, he holds that it means the river was three tfachim wide. And he holds that the chum hold that any time something is already three tfachim wide, it has a din of a caramelist. Even though we said 10 minutes ago, how could anybody argue on that famous sheet that we hold that a caramelist has to be four tfachim wide? Not so fast. According to Ziri, there's an opinion that holds that even that once something's three tfachim wide, it could have the din of a caramelist. So when the Bryce said, Three tzvachim, yes. More than three tzvachim, no. It wasn't talking about the river bank. It was talking about the river. And as you behold, the river has to be less than three tzvachim more in order for you to be able to carry uh, the water from it. And according to Rav Dimi and Rav Dimi's opinion that ain kamalis pchusimei arba tzvachim, not everyone agrees to. Tanoi, it is in fact a machlekes tanoim. So the Gemara has another kasha. So let's assume this river does not have the status of a kamalis. It's so small. But hold on a second. It's coming from a bigger body of water. So now it's smaller as it's passing through the, your farm, passing through your chatzor, but it comes from a, a bigger river. So why don't we say since the bigger river or ocean or lake has a status of a caramelist, so the, the narrower part of it should also have a den of a caramelist. Where do we see this concept? We have this concept by a hole, a hole in, the, in a wall. It should be like the hole in the wall of a caramelist. Let's say you have a caramelist and there's a hole in the side of the wall. So then... We see the chayrim, since they're connected to the actual caramelist, even though the, the hole doesn't have the size, the dimensions of the caramelist, it's all part of it. So this small part of the river, let's say you have, a, I don't know, you have, you have the Jordan River. Sometimes it gets very small. I don't know if it gets less than four tzvachim. But theoretically, you could have a river which does narrow to less than four tzvachim or less than ten tzvachim deep, theoretically. So why don't we say that that is, since it's connected to the bigger river, it should be like kechayre caramelist. So the Gemara says, Abaya, bar oven, rab bar oven, damri tavayu. Ain chayrin the caramelist. There's no such thing as chayrin when it comes to a caramelist. Rav Ashiyam, Rav Filutema, Yeshchayrin the caramelist. Hani mili bismucha. That's only when it's right next to it. You have a caramelist, and there's a wall right next to the caramelist. Hacha b'muflegas. That the 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 wide body of water is far away. It's not right here, so we're not going to consider the narrow part of the river. Kechayre caramelist. Ravina Amar. Ravina says a different thing. When you have machlekes between Rav Shimon Gamliel and Chum in our brisa regarding. Three or four, it wasn't talking about the river. We hold Kamalist has to be more than four. It wasn't talking about the river bank. We could assume maybe you wouldn't be allowed to carry from Rishus Yachid through the Makam Bator into a Kamalist. What was the Brysa referring to when we said three versus four? Kigain, the Avala, Nifke Apuma. So look at the picture, picture Sir Bays, that Pezayan Bays. So that picture, you put a, so you, again, you have the river going underneath the Chatzar underneath the property. So at the entrance, you put down two beams. Now, how far away from, from each other can these two beams be and still be considered lovud, still be considered attached, right? You look at the, the two beams being placed at the entrance and exit of this canal. So chachamim hold, as long as it's within three tzvachim of each other, that's called lovud. 
and it's considered it's blocked off. You have one solid mechitza. Ve'ozdu rabbanu tamayu rabshim gamliel tamayu rabshim gamliel holds no rabshim gamliel holds. We have this daf tesamet aleph that din of love it is four tefachim. That's rabshim gamliel holds. Then order that as long as it's within four tefachim of each other, these beams would close off the mouth of this river and the exit, the inlet and the outlet, and you would have a mechitza dividing the the uh, the river from the the bigger part of the river, and that would be considered a mechitza. Shkoyach. Second.